Welcome to Coffee with Casey. Take a little time out of the week and keep an eye on the market, see what the market conditions are, see if they're improving or for who. You know, they're always improving for somebody, right? So if there's more inventory on the market, it improves for the buyers. If there's more inventory, if there's less inventory on the market, it helps the sellers. So it's always going to help somebody. We always need to know where we stand, where our leverage is, um, when we're talking about pricing or you know, maintaining our leverage and things like that. So, so we always need to keep an eye on the market. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. And, and we're also, as we always do, get an update on the market. But we're also going to talk about gimmicks, okay? And um, just a second, let me roll this window down because this is the glare killing me. All right, that's better. All right, so so as I'm driving yesterday in the car, I, I hear, you know, I listen to sports and 106.7, and I hear, um, you know, ads for realtors um, and talking about some silly gimmicks, just silly gimmicks. And so today we're going to talk about in real estate, what are gimmicks and what are helpful tools, right? So some things are very, very helpful and others are not, right? Others are just kind of a waste of time. So what we need to do is we need to dissect whether what you hear, uh, we need to authenticate that, all right? So for example, I'll guarantee your sale. If it doesn't sell, I'll, make, I'll pay money, okay? Is that true reality or, or is that just a gimmick? Um, we're gonna sell your house uh, to an exclusive group. Is that reality or is that just a gimmick? So we'll get into some of all that today. And, and when we're done, you're going to know what in the real estate market is gimmicks and what are helpful tools. Okay. Because um, if you go with a gimmick, it's, it's not going to, it's not going to end well. All right. So let's whip over. We'll take a look at the, uh, at the market real quick. And then we're going to get on to gimmicks versus reality in the real estate market. All right. Let's see what we got. Let's rock. Okay. Hopefully everybody can see this. Um, again, we're gonna talk about gimmicks and helpful tools. We're gonna to do the market update, which is what we're gonna do right now. And we're gonna find out whether the 10% premiums are still out there. Even though people say the market is softening, um, you know, can you still get multiple contracts, no appraisals, no uh, home inspections? And we're gonna go over that as well. So let's, let's take a look at where the market is. So what you're looking at in the green is May 1 through May 26 inventory that has come on the market compared to the five-year average. So I go back and say, well, 2017, between May 1 and May 26, what is the, you know, what did, how much inventory did they have come on the market at that time? And then I do that 2017 through 2021, average them out. Then I find out what we're doing today. Well, that number today is 8% higher than the five-year average in Vienna. So Vienna is starting to get a little bit of inventory. And then right down the road, you can see Fairfax County, Arlington is really, well, you know, you gotta keep things in perspective. Arlington's average homes on the market is 120. This month it's 147. Um, so, you know, uh, 27 more houses, but regardless, it's up 24%. Now. Fairfax County, Prince William and Loudon, those are the monsters. They have a lot, a lot bigger markets. So Fairfax County is only up 1%. Um, and then um, uh, Prince William County up 13%. So 
you can see that Loudoun County, Prince William County, and on average, we're finally getting that inventory higher than it is over the um, five-year average. Now, I brought in the red. That's, that's what it looked like in March, right? So we're clearly doing a lot better today. And the inventory is definitely coming back today than it was back in March, okay? Now, this is kind of one of the reasons why we tell our sellers we need to get on the market, we need to get moving. And the reason for that is we like to be out there when there's no inventory if we're selling, right? So we have no inventory, we have limited competition. When we have more inventory, we have a little bit more competition. Now, you know, we talk about um, have the buyer pools left. The buyer pools are clearly smaller now than they were back then for a couple of reasons. And we can talk about that, but, but you know, the bottom line is a little more inventory. So I know people that have been looking for houses, desperately looking for houses um, and finally finding them. So, uh, you know, the buyer fatigue chased a lot of buyers out of the market. Interest rates have chased a lot of buyers out of the market. Um, I think what you need to do is forget about being emotionally drained, forget about all of that. If you're a buyer, you need to be in the market. You need to look at adjustable rate mortgages, the 71 arms or the 101 arms, and uh, and to keep the interest rates down for now. And then sometime within another seven to 10 years, trust me, there will be a recession. The interest rates will come down to stimulate the economy. That's when you do your refinance. So buyers, get, get back in the market. So the way we really know the markets is what percentage of homes is currently under contract. So for every house I do, I need to know in my price range, in my one mile geographic uh, region, how many homes are on the market versus how many homes are um, active, right? So right now in Arlington, only 59% of the homes are under contract. Now, can you see the correlation between they're the ones that have the heavy inventory, right? So they have more inventory and look, now they have a softer market. That makes sense. I was their inventory before and that's the under contract before and now they've dropped to this. So there's McLean, there is Vienna. Vienna has gone from 83% under contract to 65. These are more buying opportunities, guys. So when you see this green getting down, remember the buyer pool, the um, uh, seller's market is anything over 60%. Um, and you can see all of these are most of these are clearly in, in the buyer's buyer uh, seller's market. And then look at the average. The average back. Um, this was in March was 70, almost 71.5%. And then it's dropped to 64%. So what that says is there's 35% of the houses are now out there active and ready to be put under contract. And that's a good news. That's good news for the buyers, right? So the sellers are a little, not panicking, but a little concerned. And they're concerned because they're saying, well, I hear the market is all of this. I'm, I hear the market is softening. The answer is yes, it is. We're not getting 13 contracts. We're only getting six, but the six we get are awesome, right? So if you do what we do, our predictive analysis, um, and make sure that our price is correct. Um, last week, I actually did a predictive analysis with everybody online. We decided to launch all three listings where they were, and we got. One I think sold around less price, but one got 
150,000 over list price. I'm sorry, 200,000 over list price. And the other one got 300,000 over list price. So the question, can you still get the premiums of 100 or 200 or 300,000? The answer is yes. Now, yeah, those were bigger houses. Okay, those are bigger houses. So um, let's just do a percentage. They got um, 10 to 12% over their list price. Two out of the three got 10 to 12% over the list price. All right, so let's talk about, um, let's, let's talk about factor 15, right? Let's talk about whether these are just gimmicks on the real estate market or are they helpful tools, okay? So, so I hear a lot about this, um, you know, guaranteed buy or Debbie has the buyers. You know, one of the uh, groups is, is really big on saying, hey, we have the buyers, we have the buyer. We don't really publicize we have the buyers. I mean, because ours is put it on the market and let everybody bid the living heck out of it, right? So if the guaranteed buy and the lister has the buyers, if that was true and they were selling all their own homes, then the chart on the right would prove that out, okay? So let's take a look at this. So Long and Foster, of all the homes over a million dollars in Vienna, um, none of their homes were sold by their Long and Foster agents, okay? Uh, this is over a million, this is Vienna Nocton, uh, and it's a market that I watch over a million dollars. So in the Debbie does, uh, has guaranteed buyers, only 4% of all, all her listings, all of them, 4% are sold by their team. So this, we will buy your house if we can't sell it, or we have the buyers. That's just not true. I mean, that's a gimmick because that's 4% is what they do. The overall market says sells 5%. Compass, which I want to talk about here in a second, does 9%. And our team does 27%. And we're not publicizing, hey, we have the buyers. We don't want them. I mean, we don't want to have to do that contract ourselves. But it is very beneficial to the sellers. The buyers come through us. We have more contract. Yes, the buyers get a kickback or whatever. But, you know, they, we have total control. So this is a lot more work for us. Not exactly what we're trying to do. But 20% of our sales all come through us. And we have control of the settlement title company, the mortgage banker. Um, any inspections that have to be done, um, appraisals, knowing who the buyers are. We get a lot more information on the buyers than some agents are willing to give us. So, so this is, you know, we guarantee sales and we have all the buyers. Well, you only do 4% of them. You only sell 4%. So that's just a gimmick. Okay. So let's talk about, you know, what is the real tool? The real tool is do the, you know, predictive analysis, make sure you've priced it right attract as many people as humanly possible into your home, let them bid it out. And that's a practical tool. So let's talk about exclusive listings where they say, hey, um, we will just offer your listing out to our clients or I mean our uh, agents. And that is an example that like a compass does that. They've got a, a whole program about, you know, we'll just sell it to our own agents, exclusive listings. Well. My point is 9% of, of their listings are sold by Compass agents. So what that means is that 91%, 91% of the buyer pool doesn't get to see that house. So good for Compass because they get to sell it themselves or that's what the goal is. They may get some listings, but in reality, you're only exposing the house to 
99% of the buyer pool instead of 91% of the buyer pool. More people come in, more people come in, higher the price goes. So instead of opening it up to one company, we're opening it up to all the people, all the buyers in other towns, other cities, Google ads attracts them to the, to the town that we're selling our property. And so that's, that's going after targeted buyers. So that's a real tool that works. Now, how do I know that works? How do I authenticate that our way of doing things is better than their way of doing things? We'll wrap our arms around this number. Over uh, $1.9 million in Vienna and Oakton, okay? 42% of the homes that are under contract right now are our listings. There's no other agent that has two listings. And we have four under contract. So, so I say that because, you know, we can throw on a 2 million and boom, we throw on this and boom, that what we do works. And, and to think that we do eight times the amount as a normal average top producer in Vienna, the system works. The fact that all our houses sell within four, four days, that's just more authentication. So, so, you know, I'm just going to assume that our way works because we're selling more, we're selling them faster, we're getting higher prices. So uh, I'm going to assume this over here on the right is correct. So paying 6%, a lot of companies will, you know, one of the strategies, yeah, you have to pay 6%, you get what you pay for. Well, that's really not true. Most of that commission goes to the companies that the agent works for, not the agent, it goes to the company. So they get a lot of that commission. So I guess saying you have to pay 6%, it's more of a prestige thing. And you, I get, you get what you pay for. Nobody wants to discount stuff. Everybody wants... That's just not true. That's just a gimmick. Okay. We do four and a half percent commissions because a, we do 150, $175 million a year. And, and B we got an efficient system and I don't pay my broker. I do not pay the broker. Samson properties gets not one nickel from us. It all goes back to the seller. So any commission I was going to pay Samson properties, I give to the seller. I mean, why give compass $15,000 or $10,000? Don't you keep the money, right? So anyways, gimmick 6% or 5.5%, reality 4.5% is what, what that's, that's your tool, right? That saves a lot of money. Videos and 3D models. Okay, now we did videos and 3D models. Very unsatisfied with them for a couple of reasons. One, they are not as sharp as the good flam flambian pictures we take. So if I want somebody to see a house, I want them to see this dramatic, badass, cool looking uh, flambian pictures that they can whip through, whip through, whip through, right? Videos take too long. People only sit on them for 10, 12 seconds and then turn them off. The 3D models confuse people. They are pretty cool. But again, the picture quality is horrible, right? So I don't want them to walk around your house and have it look bad. I want them to flip through pictures that look fantastic. So videos and 3D models, gimmick, flambian pictures, listing tools. Very, very helpful tool. International MLS, come on, man. Nobody's looking at the MLS, at the international MLS or for houses, trust me. Our MLS is seen by every agent. If a person's coming into town, they're represented by a realtor, the realtor has access to our MLS. So in fact, any international buyers coming in, which is a small part of our buyer pool, very, but we still know where they're coming from. We know they're coming from Canada. We know they're coming from England. We know they're coming from Korea. We, we know where they're coming from. So, you know, an international MLS is, is, um, is just a gimmick, right? 
you're an international buyer, you're going to see our stuff, right? Because the internet is international. Uh, Google ads is international. Geofencing is international. So, um, you know, I, I again, um, international MLS, 100% gimmick. All right. Escalation clauses. We allow people to escalate up to the highest best offer. Wrong. That is a gimmick. So you don't want to have an escalation clause because it allows buyers to inch up, right? We don't want buyers to inch up. We want buyers to give us their highest and best offer. We want them up there. And I'll tell you why. I mean, we had a $1.4 million sale. We had one contract. We said, I need your highest and best offer is 1.4. They were anxious because they didn't think they were going to get the house. So they came back at 1.55 million, no home inspection, no appraisal. They outbid themselves $150,000. So our highest and best offer, if I went with escalation clause, they get 1.4. If I went with highest and best offers, they get 1.55, no home inspection, no, no appraisal. So which is the best way to go? What is the most helpful tool? Highest and best offer. Okay. So having a big name, I mean, having a prestigious name, Sotheby's and things like that. Yeah. Companies don't help you sell houses. The agent sells house. So if I saw a dramatic, uh, if I saw something that a company was doing that was really helping the agents, I'd go to Donnie Sampson, Sampson Property, and say, we need to do this too, and we do it. But I don't. I mean, companies don't, there's no dramatic increase in sales of any, like I said, we're, we're at, you know, 45 million, everybody else about 5 million. So there's nothing any of these companies are doing. And again, eight out of the top 10 agents in Vienna all come from different companies. So it's nice to have a prestigious name, but I'd rather get my house sold and make a lot of money. So, and we're starting to get a name too, by the way. So, um, you know, some of the agents will come in and part of their um, promotion is been here for 20, 30 years, I've done $2 billion, blah, 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 blah. But today's a different market. Today is not your father's and parents' market. This is a new market. This is aggressive. The pricing needs to be aggressive. The marketing needs to be aggressive. The coming soon needs to be aggressive. The uh, predictive analysis needs to be aggressive. The way we manage contracts needs to be aggressive. The way we negotiate highest and best offers. This is not your parents' real estate market. Now, unfortunately, a lot of people are stuck in the past and that's okay. I mean, that's why we get to do a lot of business. I'm okay with that. But I will tell you that, you know, the, the number, all I show is the last year, all I show. I mean, I, I'm not going to show you all of that. One year. This is what's currently doing. So when you're talking to an agent about the gimmick part of this, when you're talking to them and you're authenticating that data, you need to just say, what have you done this year? Can you show me all your listings that you've put on the market this year? Withdrawn, expired, what's the percentage of assessment they sold for? How many days on market was it? And that's, what, that's what's really neat to look at. Okay. So Track record, track record, track record, track record. One year back, that's what you really need to know. All right. So let me go. Let me see. I think I'm done with that day. Yep. Yep. I'm done with that. So let me get out of here. Uh, <laughs> let me get out of here. All right. So, so I think we've cleared up the gimmicks first helpful tools. All right. So if you hear something on the radio, 
and they say, I guarantee your sales. Now, let's talk about some of the professionals that are out there and they buy houses for a living. You know, when a state sale happens, they want to get rid of the house as quick as they can. Um, you know, they'll come in and write them a check. And usually those are, are really properties that are, you know, we can do. So if you have a house, you want to sell it quick. I'll give you a quick one. We put a house on for $2.15 million. We met the person on May the 5th. We sold the house on May the, what's the day? May the 24th. $2.3 million, all cash. That is 19 days from the second we sat down with them, the second the money was in their account. So if you want to talk speed, you talk speed. Now, how is that done? Well, the home is already in great shape, so we didn't have to start there. Oh, that's a, well, let me stop here. Let me go back. Let me go back. One other gimmick I want to talk about versus reality versus helpful hints. One of the gimmicks people, uh, some of the agents have is, hey, give me five and a half for 6% and I'll stage your house for you. Well, our house is, our house itself faster than everybody and we don't stage houses, right? We don't stage them. It is critically important that the paint, that the hardware, that the lighting fixtures, that the plumbing fixtures, all can be done within a couple of days are correct. And when somebody sees you online and they see that stuff, it's on. So, you know, a uh, stage is a three month contract. Well, our houses don't make it past four days. So why would we want to do a stage? So I just, as far as I'm concerned, again, in authenticating, if the person that was doing the staging was selling in four days and I was selling in 25 days, I would immediately flip the staging. But it's the exact opposite. Our house is selling four, we don't stage. The stager sells in 20, 25 to 30 days and I do keep track. So like I said, I'm a football coach, I keep score. So um, as far as that gimmick versus helpful tool, no staging, but just make sure that the paint is appropriate, current, Make sure that we have uh, right hardware on there. Screens are taken off. The home is thinned out. You know, a lot of this can be done without spending any money. So we don't spend a lot of money, but when we do, we get a ton of return back from it. Okay. So, so let's get back to selling, selling, you know, fast. Um, I have one seller that wants to sell as fast as they can and cash out as quick as they can. And the one seller wants the maximum amount of money. Okay. Well, it's going to both happen. They're gonna both happen because the most money you're gonna get from the house is in the first seven days, period, period. And it's not even a question. That's when the action happens. That's when people bid, that's when they have to have. That's when they're saying they're so desperate they're willing to pay 150,000 over list price, or in this case, seven, 8% or 9%. They're willing to fly with it. So the. The answer to the one question is, are they still out there? Yeah, it's happened this weekend. 300,000 over list price, uh, 150,000 over list price, uh, 200,000 over list price. Yeah, so now those are not little houses. Those are 1.6s, 2 million, 2.15. So again, I know those numbers sound big, but the percentage applied to your home of 8% to 10% to 11%, that's, you know, that's 80 to $100,000 on an $800,000 house, $850,000 house. 
So they're still out there. Fire pool isn't this big. Um, inventory is coming out, but uh, as long as the home is prepared correctly and priced and the predictive analysis, the week, two weeks ago, we had to drop two of the three houses and they sold right away. One, we dropped 50,000, sold 200,000 over list price. This last week, we didn't have to drop anybody's price. We just rolled with the numbers that we had and all of them just had tremendous success. So, you know, I'm looking at this as saying it's still uh, an incredible seller's market as long as you know what you're doing. Right? As long as you know what you're doing. Okay. So what else do we have to talk about today? Anything? We had um, uh, the 10% premiums we got back. Let me just check on what Julie gave me as my little tip sheet here. Um, and we've done the market update. We've talked about uh, gimmicks and we've gone over are the things still out there, are premiums still out there? And they certainly are. So, so anyways, um, if you want me to bring up a topic on Coffee with Casey, let me know. Um, I'm going to be doing a remote next week. We've got a wedding in the family. Like Billy is getting married. And so, uh, so we're going to be spending time with him. I will be doing Coffee with Casey on Thursday. They will be at ocean behind me and uh and i'll be ready to go so uh, hopefully we'll see you guys next week if you need any help if you need any help selling your house if you're a samson realtor and you you need tip don't don't call just send me an email and i'd be happy to get back to you but um if you need any help give me a call i'm at 703 508 as sellers 703 508 2535 or if you have any other questions, you can uh, email me at Casey at CaseySampson.com. All of our podcasts, Julie does. Let, let me tell you something. I've got two minutes. I'm going to brag. So, you know, rarely do you have a team where everyone on the team is participating and everyone on the team is contributing and everyone on the team makes the team better. Every single person makes us better. I threw something out to Julie this morning said, can you, you know, fix this for me? And I'm telling you, that is Boom, Julie is money and Michelle is money and Sharon backing them up is money. So, you know, it's funny. We, we have, are now at the number one team in Fairfax County and the number two team has 45, eight, uh, 45, not agents. They have 45 people on their staff. Now they are the ones that guarantee. So we guarantee to buy your house. We, what else is it? We have the buyers, right? So that team is behind us um, with six, with, uh, seven agents and three support personnel. We're ahead of them and they have 45 support people. They have 102, 105 agents and, um, and we do more business Fairfax County than they do. So uh, it is a testament, a testament now to Julie, Michelle, and Sharon, who are the back office people that are the backbone of this, of this team. And then, of course, you have the agents. You have Morgan and you have Colby and Kelly and Pat and, and Pam and old Mr. Mary Billy um, coming back. You're going to see his left hand's going to be way down a little bit as soon as we get back. But, you know, the contributions that all of these guys make um, help the sellers. So the people that are listing with us all get helped. Now, I'm watching emails going back and forth between them. They need a towel guy. 
we got three or four tile guys. I mean, they're all so good that they, they go back and forth with each other. And it's, uh, it's impressive to watch and it's fun to, it's fun to be with. So somebody says, you can be retiring eight times. Like I'm not retiring anyway. I got the most perfect team of all time. So I'm sticking around. My name is Casey Sampson. I'm at 703-508-2535 or Casey at CaseySampson.com. Julie does a great job of saving all these videos on CaseySampson.com slash podcast. We'll see you guys next week with the beach in my background. Bye now.